Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Uh, great to be back. Mm. A little vacation last week. How was your trip off to the... No, it's really awesome. Yeah? Yeah, it was awesome. Seriously, awesome. Yeah. Cooler mm. weather. It was great. Oh, God. <laughs> Cooler is an understatement. <laughs> uh, it was low to mid-60s at the most every day. Uh, except I think one day it didn't get out of the 50s. Oh, so awesome. <laughs> you brought a little bit of that back with you to Texas. So awesome. Yeah, well, when we got back, oh. it was, you know, it was 50 when we were on our way to the airport. Mm-hmm. Take the flight to, I don't know, three, uh, three and a half hours and get out of the plane. And it's like you stepped into a stinking furnace. You've, you're in a walk-in furnace. And it was, you know, 98, I think, on Saturday. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, miserable. Oh, it is miserable. Coming miserable. Back. Yeah. I, I woke up uh, high atop the uh, Colorado <sighs> mountains, and it was forty-six degrees. I think or so forty-four degrees. I forgot. Anyway, got mm-hmm. here it was one hundred and five. Yeah, that that's that not was good. awesome. Yeah, but it's not good. Did... It makes you want to leave Texas, frankly. It sure as hell does. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm... I hate summer that much that here at least because it's unbearable. Oh yeah, it's unbearable. Oh, I can't. And there are it. places in the world where you don't have to put up with it. <laughs> I will say, though, that you did uh, successfully locate Sasquatch. We have photographic evidence. Oh, uh, yeah, so you saw that, huh? Well, a lot of people were sending in pictures. We have one more that came in. There you are. (laughs) uh, Yeah, that's a good selfie right there. uh I had a little selfie stick. I'm holding that in my right right hand. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) And I'm wearing a Seattle t-shirt, which I didn't even know I had. Y'all were getting along uh, a lot better in that picture than the one. Because last week we had, you know, you obviously took the, uh, the car that you load up all the bumper stickers with yeah and uh-huh. and, and you had the sasquatch uh, on top of the mm-hmm. roof but uh looks like mm-hmm. you set him up uh, for that <laughs> there you are driving back south uh-huh. yeah. yeah yeah that's good yeah oh there, there you oh, are there yeah. we are because see you got tired of clubbing baby <laughs> seals so anyway stupid no it's not it's awesome that's great. <laughs> Bodine sent those Vita Bodine sent yeah, those i think i think it was rowdy introvert on the uh really harry funny. and the hendersons Anyway, welcome back. Thank you. You've missed uh, a world uh, on fire just it. as much as when you were. I know it. But it's nice to take a week off of the world on fire, you know, and just not even look at it, <laughs> which I didn't. But I met some great listeners mm-hmm. up there. It's weird when you're on a remote trail uh, that leads to a, a beautiful waterfall and uh, we're heading back out on the trail, back to our car, and a family is walking in and they're like, Pat Gray! Oh, no. Yes, really fun. <laughs> but they were there from uh, uh, Connecticut, and so it was really nice to meet them. That's uh, cool. Really fun. Yeah, see, when you have such a recognizable voice as you do, mm-hmm. that's that's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in fact, I met somebody who met you Yeah. Uh, at a restaurant a long time ago. I'm telling you, man, that really? voice just stands yeah. out, you know? Mm-hmm. I uh. suppose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's so sad to see America's great cities just going down the tube, just being flushed down the freaking toilet. Seattle's the latest. I mean, you've got San Francisco, Los Angeles uh, going down the, down the tubes and everybody knows it. Now we have Seattle that's just, they're letting it go to hell. Uh, they've got tent cities that have popped up all over Seattle. Homeless people uh, in these tent cities that live downtown, that live under freeway overpasses. We drove right past uh, one of these tent cities on the way to the airport. It's just, 
I mean, a huge tent city underneath an overpass that stretches, I don't know, quarter mile. All homeless people completely jam-packed next to each other in maybe three or four rows of them. It's unbelievable. It looks like one of those, you know, poverty commercials about third world nations from the 1970s with Sally Struthers. For less than the cost of the humpback whale in butter sauce I just ate for a midday snack, you can help these people buy a new tent. I I mean, I don't want to make light of it. It is Mm-mm. atrocious. It's really really awful and you're right it's one american city after another and all democrat strongholds and they're just flushing people down the drain uh i don't i don't know how they get away with it i don't know how people continue to put up with it but if you live in seattle and you're looking around and uh, this is not normal we were just there i don't know five six years ago it wasn't like that it wasn't this bad. It was probably starting back then, but it wasn't to this point. I mean, it is unbelievable. It's unreal. It really, it's really sad. I mean, you could you could shed a few few tears for America because uh, see, seriously, Seattle is a beautiful city, or at least once was. San Francisco was a beautiful city. Los Angeles was a fantastic place to live at one time. Not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, just really horrific. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, look at the eerie similarities between speaking of things going to, going to hell mm-hmm. in a handbasket. Um, actually, we don't even have the handbasket. We're just going straight to hell. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to carry a handbasket in <laughs> no. cities like Seattle anymore. Nope. <laughs> Somebody's going to beat you for it and uh, leave you on the side of the road dead and take your handbasket on your way to hell. <laughs> so you might as well just leave the handbasket at home. Uh, but here's some similarities between the S&P 500 in 2008 compared with 2022. Mm. Take a look at this graph. And see if you can see the differences. Oh. Uh, it's almost exactly the same. Almost exactly the same. Oh, my goodness. That should be chilling because... Um, and and it's headed in a worse direction than 2008 right now. I mean... Com- yeah, that was before, you know... Almost exact. QE 4000 or whatever we're on now. Right. Oh, right. my goodness. Ooh, people aren't happy about it. Uh, look at the reception Nancy Pelosi got at an event in New York City. This is interesting. These are, I think, mostly young people, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't talk. The Speaker of the House, I <laughs> Wow. No, thank you. Wow, they don't like her. In at a global, what is it? A global citizens event. <laughs> global citizens. <laughs> That's so great. So in other words, if there's a tailor-made audience for a far-left liberal... Right. It should a, be that. Right. It's a it global citizens event in New York City and, and young people. And they're like, no. Boo. Now, I hope it's not because she's not socialist enough for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although, it could be that. You know, they want AOC there or whatever. 
They want some young socialist there <laughs> instead of some old drunken socialist like Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> uh, Democrats aren't even sold on Joe Biden for 2024. As you probably have seen in, in poll after poll, survey after survey, they don't want this guy to run again. Their preference for the nomination, uh, Joe Biden, 35%. Someone else, Someone. 56%, just anybody else, doesn't matter who. <laughs> yeah, there's not even a name. Somebody, attention. anybody, just a generic person, just any Democrat will do. Just get him out of here. <laughs> Republicans' preference uh, for the nomination. Trump, 47%, someone else, 46%. Yeah. So yeah. Trump wins the day there. You can scratch off someone else there and put DeSantis. You can, yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, Mike Pence thinks you could put Mike Pence there. Mm, no. Oh, that's cute. No, that's not going to work. <laughs> uh, 2024 vote preference? Come on now. What? What is this? 46% Biden. Oh, no. 48% Biden. 46% Trump. Yikes. That can't be right. Can it? <laughs> that can't be right. ABC News. Holy cow. Oh. So his approval rating now, the job approval right now, uh, is 38%. This is according to ABC News, Washington Post. Okay, ABC News, Washington Post. He's got a uh, 30, 39%, 39% yeah. approval rating, 53% disapprove. That's better than I saw last week because last week they had him. Okay, so this is among registered voters. It's 46 approve. Oh, Democrats. So every so just in general, I think is thirty nine percent. Oh, okay. The other the other two no. columns are congressional vote. Okay. Preference. So among registered voters over there. It's so Repu- Republicans lead forty seven forty six among mm-hmm. registered voters. Yeah, for Congress. And among likely voters for Congress, even better than that. Fifty one forty six. Okay. So. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. It is tightening though. It is. Yeah. For Congress. Yeah, it is. Inexplicably. I don't, yeah, I don't get it. I think I think people here don't get. Oh, it. a victory for Biden with the uh, stupid Build Back Better passage that Joe Manchin yeah. sold out America on. Mm-hmm. I think I think people just hear, oh, it's a victory for Biden. Oh, Biden's on a roll right now. And I guess we'll stick Is with he? that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ridiculous. I, I really have no idea what's going on there. <sighs> on the other hand, how could you not vote for this guy? You know, if and for Democrats for that matter. Um. Joe Biden apparently dropped a brand new word on us over the weekend. Mm, mm. Uh, I love it. They're taking credit for the new bridges and those bones that are collapsing. Wait, <laughs> wait <laughs> so what? Those bridges and the buffing and cousin. What? He's out sorry, there wait. taking credit for the new bridges and those bones that are collapsing. New bridges and those bones that are collapsing. Bulges. Bones and concoction. Kaplasin. I think he's trying to say something's collapsing. What? I don't know. Who's it collapsing? Hell, is he talking about? Oh, he's so bad. Yeah, he is yeah. so bad. Look at this. I found this poll too. Mm. There, there. Check out that poll, huh? Sixty-eight percent of Americans felt safer two years ago with Trump in office. <laughs> There's your tent cities. Man, most Americans felt safer two years ago when former President Trump was in office, huh. according to a convention of states action Trafalgar Group. Survey. So, I, I always want to know yeah. who did the survey, and I'm I'm glad it's yeah. these conglomerates of people that nobody's at. Well, convention of states. That's we've heard of that, but Trafalgar Group survey. Okay. Anyway, the survey asked, "Do you feel safe in America today?" 
as safe as you did two years ago. In the middle of the pandemic. Most, (laughs) 67.9%, so 68% essentially, said they do not feel as safe in America today as they did two years ago. Another 27% said they do. (laughs) Who are these people? (laughs) And 5%, of course. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know if you feel safe or not. (laughs) Safer than you did two years ago. You don't know. <laughs> how can you know? Who does? I know. Who does know how you felt two years ago? So many people getting out of the cities, man. So many. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. Constant. They're all run down. They're, it's not America anymore. Yeah. And you can you can still work for your same company as the pandemic taught us. You right. Can, you right. can work from anywhere. You have an internet connection. Yep. In, the, in a lot of businesses. You can't yep. in everyone. But... You know, and so a lot of these employers are wanting their employees to come back, and the employees don't want to. And it's hard to blame them, uh, you know, when they've been dealing without uh, worrying about the commute every day, yeah. going to and from. Uh, they don't have to, you know, they don't have to worry about the hassle of the office people they don't like. Yeah, their right. Their fellow workers. Yeah. You don't have anybody breathing down your neck at your house. I mean, it's kind of, <laughs> that's probably really nice. Uh, yeah, a lot of employers are saying, though, well, okay, if you don't have to commute, you don't have to make as much gas money. Gas price doesn't uh, doesn't help the cause either, trying no, to get people true. back in. That's for sure. So, And gas prices have been all over the place. They'll go up 18 cents one day, they'll come down a few cents the next. It's, it's ridiculous. weird. Yeah, it is ridiculous. There's no rhyme or reason to it. So, I don't even know, what what is the national average? Do we have that, Rob? Mm. Rob usually uh, snags the national... Ga- there, look, he, he did it again. 372. Job, 372 a gallon. Way too high. Again, we're talking $1.87 on election day in, uh, tw- in, in 2020. And I think when Trump left office, it was something like 230, 236 a gallon. 372, that's still well over a dollar a gallon more. And he's taking credit for bringing the gas prices down. I mean, I if gas prices were normal, filling up my tank would be about I, I 40 or $50. It's still 85 You know, at the highest, though, it was 120 But that's not acceptable. $85 to fill up your tank, that's not sustainable and it's not acceptable yeah your cheapest averages right now uh mississippi coming in at 307 cheaper than texas yeah we're 312 maybe we had that oh. 40 cent spike that i just never understood yeah uh and other places have reported similar spikes that just don't make sense like you said my wife found a place i don't know right before vacation for 286 which was you know mm. now you're getting closer Mm-hmm. Still too high, mm-hmm. but it's closer. I have calculated a dollar eighty as the maximum price I'm willing to pay and not bitch. Dollar uh, <laughs> is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that would be great. Weird formula there. For I would Keith. be fine. Uh, California checking in at the highest five seventy nine. I don't know how you live in California. I honestly. don't either. Man. I don't know how you do it. Ow. I mean, you're paying a million dollars for a thousand square feet, and you're paying five over five dollars a gallon for gas. How do you do it? Well, pretty soon no you won't even be able to buy a gas-powered vehicle in right. California. Right. And, of course, you know, our over, overly qualified Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, saying that that should be a model for the nation. Well, he, he painted some sidewalks in South Bend, Indiana, when he was mayor. I don't know if you're aware of that. 
Did you know that man's he, immensely qualified? He met his husband while riding a train. So romantic. It, well, and it is beautiful. And again, what a beautiful story that is. The qualifications. <laughs> what a beautiful, beautiful story. So, <laughs> make him uh, transportation secretary. Uh, didn't they? Ad- they adopted, I think, too. Didn't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful couple. And then he took time off. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, f- oh, right for like six months or to, something to chest feed <laughs> while boats were backed up in the Pacific Ocean. If you'll recall, I do recall that. Yeah. So congratulations, yeah. Mr. Buddha Judge. And uh, okay. So also uh, we had this. Uh, I guess was there an was there a, a presentation for Elton John? Was he winning uh, an no, award, no, no. See, or is this just some fundraiser? Now, what happens in the last days of the Weimar Republic? <laughs> you just find reasons <clears throat> to make it look like it's better than it really is. Mm-hmm. And so you've been so throwing, we're throwing a party, throwing parties. You mm-hmm. recall we had James Taylor throw a party, right? Right. Oh my gosh, the Atlanta Braves are at the White House today. Oh, I forgot. Okay. Oh well. Anyway, uh, so over the weekend, Elton John. Mm-hmm. Was part of he was the entertainment for some other little shindig there. Okay, and uh, and and Joe Biden said something that very interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, <laughs> by the way, it's all his fault that we're spending six billion dollars in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV/AIDS. Wait, to help AIDS? No. Okay, then he corrected himself. They're not trying to help AIDS, which is good. That's good. They're going to fight AIDS. Fight it. And it's all Elton John's fault. So he's pissed about it. What? <laughs> so you're pissed at Elton John because he pushed you into paying $6 billion to fight AIDS? Yeah, a lot of people are also just uh, taking issue with the fact that he's blaming a gay man for AIDS-related issues. Of course. I mean, this of guy course. is such a... He's so awful. But he's going to get away with that. You see that on CNN yet? <sighs> CNN showing that? No. No, they're not, because they're fine with it. As long as it's Joe Biden doing it. Can you imagine if Trump said that? Right. If he's got his arm around Elton John and he says it's all his fault, this gay man, Mm -hmm. it's all his fault we're spending $6 billion for AIDS research. What an awkward moment. for. And then beyond that, what did George W. Bush spend in the fight on AIDS? I would love to see that figure. Because it's more than $6 billion, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. And yet he was a horrible human being. He was terrible with LGBTQQIA2 plus issues. Yeah, Bush uh, sent $15 billion to Africa. Yeah, to Africa! To fight AIDS. Never mind what he did here at home. And that's one thing that if you actually catch liberals in a moment of honesty, they actually privately... For the most part, well, Bono does. Bono and openly Bono, admits thank you. It. Yes, yes. Big time. Like yes, Bush <laughs> helped with AIDS. Yes. Bono is honest about what George W. Bush did with the AIDS situation. He's completely honest on that, uh, and he gives him praise for that. And that pisses off the left. But so what? It's the truth. Now you got Joe Biden grudgingly giving six billion. Mm. Of course, it's not him giving it. <laughs> Spending our money on it. Yeah, and uh, I'm just reading this uh, White House press release about the uh, the money going to fight HIV-AIDS. And in it, it talks about for the past 20 years, you know, how much money the U.S. has invested. Um, yeah, again, doesn't say former President George Bush started the effort, blah, blah, blah. No, it's right. just in the past 20 years, uh, the White House is 
set aside money for blah blah blah. Anyway, jeez. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Biden, he had another really weird thing uh, the other day, where he was giving a speech and in the middle of it starts addressing somebody in the audience that is not featured or shown. I don't think the camera ever focused on him. Uh, but he says something very strange to a female in the audience. But guess what? We got a lot to do. Gotta say hi to me. <laughs> we go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. Oh, that's real funny. That's this funny. This helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Don't snip him. She, she was 12. Uh-huh. I was 30. When... What happened when? What? It how did you get a lot done? <laughs> how did the two of you they go back get together way? when she was twelve and you were thirty? And they laugh at that like it's like it's a sexual joke. I don't know what. They're... She was twelve. I was thirty. Mm. Uh. <laughs> what are you? What are you honestly, talking honestly, about? Honestly, you know what that sounds like? That sounds mm, like a really bad. court reporter's transcript <clears throat> from the trial of a pedophile. It sure does. She was 12. I was 30. But anyway. And, and it, but anyway, what? And so obviously whoever it is Weird. he's addressing, and maybe somebody found out, I didn't follow up. But whoever it was didn't go out of her way to uh, meet with him before the speech. He catches her. I mean, that yeah. creepy you gotta say hi to pedo me. stare where he just yep. stops and he's like, yep. you got to say hi to me. Oh, and I don't know what it is. If he thinks he's he's so eloquent or if he thinks he's so charming that he can get away with this. Well, and he does because of the, the media. But he thinks he can make these weird non sequitur comments and everybody's just going to laugh and giggle about it. No, okay, that, that's great. <laughs> when she was 12 and you were 30, but anyway, wait, no, let's not go in a different direction. Tell us what you're talking about there. What was happening when she was 12 and you were 30? We should maybe follow up on that. Maybe uh, Peter Ducey will at the White House press conference today. I mean, just what what was Joe Biden talking about to that uh, young woman uh, who was 12 when he met her when he was 30 years old. She was just really good at helping to organize his campaign from her sixth grade classroom. Yeah, what? I mean, seriously, this guy is... What is it? Grotesque. Yeah, he's the worst. He's the absolute worst. Mm. Creepy and bizarre. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that that video, by the way, got 1.6 million, view, uh, million views in like an hour because people were so... Like, what? What are you what is that? What are you doing again? Monica Crowley said, as dementia progresses, patients lose more of their filter and tend to blurt out the truth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm afraid that's uh that's true. She was twelve, I was thirty. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Well, we could talk about adult inappropriateness too when you jam Tara Reid up against a wall and did what you did to her but nobody ever wants to look into that at all. Don't I mean it's not worry like, about that. It's not like Joe Biden's daughter wrote in a diary that he took showers with her inappropriate showers with her sure. and that she believes she was probably abused. Hmm. But it's not like that. But that I mean it's not no. 
that don't, don't worry about that. Nothing to do with Joe Biden. Well, except it was his daughter and it was him in the shower with her. So I guess we're not supposed to worry about that at all. He also continues to lie about really important issues that people just don't understand. I mean, how many of us are really well-versed in gun mechanics? You know, I, I still get confused, even though I have guns, at, at a magazine or a clip. You know, because everybody jumps on on top of you when you get it wrong. So I try to avoid even mentioning it. Oh, wow. So I can't keep it straight. I don't know. Which is the magazine? The magazine is what you... Hold on. You got to you gotta see this. I didn't know we were going to do this today. Yeah. But you bringing this up, pay very, very, very close attention to what is happening in Washington, D.C. with uh, with the banning of certain weapons coming up. Because yeah. your access to defense... Weapons. Guns. Uh, January 1st could change... It's going to be depleted. Drastically. If um, we don't wake up and, and start informing our... Our Congress people, if yeah, if you, that we are not going to take it, we're not going to stand for it. For if, it, if you have the means, um, you need to seriously consider over the next three months of accessing weapons that that will no longer possibly be available if Democrats get their way in D.C. in the most asinine ways. These people are making laws that have no clue whatsoever. And Thomas Massey, somebody sent this to me. Uh, you got to see this clip. And keep in mind. These are the people who are sponsoring these bills that will eliminate a lot of your ability to defend yourself. Watch this. I move to strike the last word. Gentleman's recognized. Uh, Mr. Chairman, uh, I rise in opposition to the amendment. What this stabilizing brace, which is depicted here, when, a, when attached here, it turns this weapon into an automatic weapon. This bumps, it becomes a bump stock. And so it will allow that to essentially be fired like an automatic weapon. That's the danger. So I have to very strongly oppose the amendment. And I yield back. Wait, what? Gentleman yields back. Who seeks okay. recognition? I, I seek recognition. My purpose is gentleman from Kentucky seek recognition. Just challenge the last that a word. bit. Gentleman is recognized. <laughs> the, the Democrats are so zealous in their <laughs> rush to ban everything related to guns and every gun that exists that I'm afraid... Uh, Mr. Cicilline has his, his gun features mixed up. He just described the arm brace, which is used by people who have a handicap to help <laughs> fire a, a pistol. Unreal. He just described it as a bump stock. Oh, wow. um, it's neither a stock nor a bump stock. And um, I think it's important Good. that if you're going to ban so these great, things, great. that you actually right. understand what you're banning. Yeah, and they do not. That is the picture that he showed. Everybody needs to know is not a bump stock. It's a it's an arm brace for firing a pistol <laughs> uh, from the wrist. Wow! And it's not it's not made to increase the rate of fire of the firearm. Good. It's not made to simulate <laughs> automatic fire. Thank you, Thomas um, Mouse. It's made to stabilize. The, the grip of mm-hmm. a pistol, and that's all. That's all it does. And if well, anybody we, else, yeah, um, seeks wants me to yield time to them, I will. <laughs> uh, no, we want we want the weapon to slip out of the hands of the handicapped. That's why we can't have the stabilizer. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say no. We don't want you yielding your time. We want you to take all of it. Oh, that was so great. And he does that so time great. and time and. 
I'm again. Yeah. And Chip Roy sitting right next to him is also very good with uh, yes. firearm discussions. Indeed. I'm telling you, though, man. So great. But they, they're coming attention. for your guns. Pay attention. Oh, they're coming for them. They will use their last few months of power to eliminate rights. And Biden is hell-bent to remove the AR-15. And he makes that perfectly clear. And he lies about it almost every day. He keeps claiming that AR-15s fire bullets at at a velocity that is five times higher than any other gun that you can buy or steal. Whatever you do with your guns. And he repeated that claim Friday to the NEA, the teachers union, and they, of course, are going to just lap that up. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> many rifles... And even some handguns fire bullets at a higher velocity than AR-15s. AR-15s fire uh, a velocity of 2,700 to 3,100 feet per second. Um, the speed of the bullet, though, is not five times that of others. So in some cases, it's twice as fast. But so what? The other gun will kill you just as easily as the AR-15. Just asinine. They don't know what they're talking about. He's wrong. He's been proven wrong. People are talking about him being wrong. And yet, he just keeps saying, I am not here. It's that big a lie. And they just repeat it over and over and over until you think, yeah, he's not there. Wow. Wish I could see him, but I can't. He's invisible. And you know it's past the House? <clears throat> Got to pick off one Republican. Senate yet to vote. This thing mm. is not put to rest yet, especially after a march they had this weekend. Pat Gray is unleashed. So how'd we do uh, the last two weeks on more on trivia? <clears throat> well... <laughs> our record right now well miami rallied against baltimore that was incredible and so we had saved baltimore us in, in, that. in week two no we had miami oh and so miami so did win we went to two and oh okay and uh then this week we're not going to count this one because you weren't here oh i like that okay, okay. yeah philadelphia at washington and seems reasonable washington was the picked winner philadelphia won 24 to 2 so we're gonna to two. we're gonna say since okay. Pat wasn't here, that's unofficial. Mm-hmm. That doesn't go into the uh, record. It's an books. exhibition, more on trivia. Thank you. And the commissioner, Jeff Fisher, will get in here and probably argue. Oh, he, of course he will. I'm the commissioner who made that decision. Yeah, I did because my name is. I see that on the wall. Yeah, yeah uh, so. New <laughs> New England at Green Bay is this week's <clears throat> game. Okay. Uh, by the way, the Packers beat uh, Tampa Bay yesterday. Boy, that was so. an ugly game. Yeah. I thought it would be. For some reason, it almost always is when they when they play Tampa Bay. Neither team had healthy receivers. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a problem. Uh, as BYU realized when they played Oregon without their top two receivers hmm. and two of their top uh, defensive players, um, now they're down 10 starters already with injuries. 10. Hmm. Sucks. Although they beat Wyoming over the weekend. So what are you ranked? Uh, 19th. 19th? <clears throat> yep. What's uh, Nebraska ranked? I didn't do this. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't say a dang thing. 
They, so they, they were they had a bye week, right? I loved it. Oh, I really did love it because they didn't lose. I just loved yeah. every minute of Saturday. Uh, now Missouri had a chance to upset Auburn in overtime. It's really sad. That was so freaking painful. The guy gets the ball. So if, if they're in overtime, it's in overtime. Auburn's up three. Missouri has to score. They score. They they score a touchdown. They win. They win. They walk off and they hand it to the running back who runs twenty five yards on touch, gets right to the goal line. And fumbles it through the back of the end zone. It was literally oh two inches God. from crossing the line. And it just... They falconed it, man. Why? I texted Jeffy. Why? Like, bro. And he goes, uh, I know. I would be... Can you imagine how pissed you'd be if you were the head coach there? Oh, my gosh. Ugh. BYU had... Uh, uh, in Provo, they were at home against Wyoming... But it was an officiating crew of Mountain West, uh, Big 12, and whack officials. Okay. And man, were they whack. They were mm. really bad. I don't, like com- I, don't, I don't like whining about officiating because it's kind of lame and nobody believes you. But this was the worst I've ever seen in my life. We got a, I mean, we had a, uh, got a touchdown from one of our wide receivers. And he does his little three-step dance in the end zone not in front of anybody clear in the back by by his own fans get a 15 yard penalty that turns into a like a 45 yard penalty for various reasons i'm, I'm not going to get into <laughs> anyway uh you know why do you have to do these things and cost your team valuable yards when as the coach said afterwards kalani sadaki said these guys know better than that he wasn't blaming the officials. He was blaming his guys. They know better than that. Act like you've been there and like you plan you f- plan to frequently return. And if you did that, you'd avoid all this stuff. Mm. And that's so that's what you would probably tell the guy from Missouri. Don't be stretching out the ball at the why? Well, stretch out the ball at the end of the play if you want to when you're in the back of the end zone, well, drop it. No, no, he had a guy closing in on him. He was trying to get away. Like, he was trying to avoid. But he couldn't have just crossed the goal line without extending it like that? I don't know. All right. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it, so mm-hmm. what do I know? Maybe it was perfectly legit. It wasn't anything. Perfectly re- re- reasonable to stretch out. Like hey, look that. at that. Right-wing politics making a resurgence in Europe. You know it's true, man. Italy mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, you better watch out. Sweden is getting that way, too, with their parliament. They're ty- tired of uh, the immigration, unfettered immigration, uh, just destroying Sweden with random bombings. I read this long article over the weekend about how the immigration over the last, you know, recent, I don't know, 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. And they're just setting off bombs. They're setting off bombs all over Sweden. Have you heard of this anywhere? No. And so the people are reacting now, and they're voting in these populists who, I mean, see if this sounds familiar, who are, um, you know, uh, representing the natives who are like, what in the world is happening to our country? And Mm. so Mm -hmm. you've got a reaction now at the polls, one country after another in Europe. Anyway, I just saw the headline there. I thought I would point that out because mm-hmm. Europe is changing and it's going to well, get in even, Europe. Yeah, it's going to get even more ridiculous uh with the the heating costs this winter. Yeah, but in Europe they're going to change over governments. I know, but in Europe, in Europe 
They do things better than we do here. The problem with the right wing thing in Europe is that it's on their European scale. Mm-hmm. And right wing, it doesn't mean right wing in America. You know, it's a little bit different. But they are sick of the immigration situation where people are just flooding into their countries, especially those Nordic countries, because they all have free college. You come there from anywhere else, yeah. they're going to send you through college for free. Yeah, that's one of the- Well, on the taxpayer dime. Right. That's one of the things this <clears throat> article talked about was how you have the perfect storm of offering everything yep. to anyone that comes there. Yep. And yet they have no interest in assimilating or being a part of your nation. Everything's a separatist, no-go <clears throat> zones. Um, so now they're dealing with all kinds of stuff. in some areas. They've never had to deal with before. Uh, so good luck with that. you know. And then we're called the racists here. Because we have a couple problems every once in a while. Out of 330 million people that have been jammed together and have all kinds of diverse cultures and languages and habits, uh, I think it's a pretty amazing place. Yeah, and, and you know we screen the people we allow in our country. We don't just leave our borders wide open and let anybody who wants to just walk across oh, wait, and do whatever they want to do. For and, no, huh? I wish we did, but wait, no. I thought... Huh? No, it's uh, it's not really closely monitored. Uh, mm, wait, no. excuse me? Huh. Yeah, that's a real problem. Oh, but- Did you read the story that the Border Patrol caught a dozen people on the terror watch list? Oh, goody. Last month alone. A dozen in a month. So how many sneaked through and didn't get caught? Right. That's a, that's a chilling question. But they stopped a dozen individuals whose names are on the FBI's terrorist screening database. In August... Bringing the total for the fiscal year to a number that's triple the previous five years combined as agents deal with a historic migrant surge at the border. Wow. Yeah, but they're doing a great job in the Biden administration. As you know, I mean, they got it. The border, uh, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) It's on lockdown. It is on lockdown. The border, yeah. If I'm again, I if could you're not be mistaken, if but, you're not mistaken, the but, border, the border <laughs> is secure. The border, 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 the border is secure. Thank you, Alejandro. Well, Appreciate that. Welcome back. <laughs> I, I, this is. Oh man. This is what it's like off the air, by the way, y'all. <laughs> Just sit here during a commercial break. The border, the border, the border. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's secure. We got it. Did you so airtight yeah. that only a dozen terrorists per month can get through? Boy, if they had any humanity, I'm talking about our government, they would lock that border down for yep. multiple reasons. Yes. Uh, fentanyl. Yep. Being one of them, and what it's doing to American cities and our youth. <clears throat> How about some of these immigrants but, dying in right. in hot semi truck trailers? Precisely. They just found another 110, mm-hmm. and fortunately got to them before they were dead. Well, that's good because I was uh, reading another thing this weekend that said that um, uh, Texas morgues along the border, mm-hmm. the, are, border. <laughs> the border, the border, the border are completely full. There's no empty spaces in the morgues because <sighs> of immigrants My coming gosh. across. And dying in mass, like you said there. Unbelievable. In the heat and, and these mm-hmm. coyotes that bring them across and don't care. Mm. It's even yeah. though it's officially officially fall, 
uh, it's still dang hot here. Really hot. And although I think it's cooling off today. Yeah, the cold front bit, right? came through last night. Cold front. Ooh, burr. Yeah, yeah it was, uh, I don't know, what, 68 or something? It was 69 degrees yeah, this morning. Okay, so it's better than 90 at that time of day. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. If you're a dog owner, you want the best for your for your dog. You want them to be frisky and happy and enjoy running around like they did when they were puppies. Well, Rough Greens can help get them there. You're going to see some amazing changes in your dog as your dog eats the Rough Greens, which is a dog food supplement you sprinkle on top of whatever dry kibble stuff you feed them. doesn't really matter because if it's dry kibble dog food, all the nutrients have been burned out in the sterilization process so that the bag can last. Well, not the bag, but the contents inside. Uh, but it needs to, It needs. To, yeah, they really want to protect that bag. They might need to reuse it someday. Uh but it has to stay on the store shelves two to three years. And so you lose everything that's good for them. Well, Rough Greens puts it back. Uh, the vitamins and minerals, the probiotics and antioxidants. So most dogs, mine certainly does, go crazy for this stuff. She loves it. And uh, most dogs I've heard of do. There are some dogs who maybe don't, and Rough Greens is aware of that, and so they don't want you to waste your money. They're willing to send you a free sample bag for your dog to try out for a day or two. All you have to pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com, R-U-F-F Greens, roughgreens.com, or 833-783-3364. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here. Uh, we were talking a few minutes ago about the beautiful cities in America that Democrats have run into the ground. Jimmy James, uh, 1883, tw- tweets, another beautiful city destroyed by the communists is Asheville, North Carolina. Yes. Was there last week for a wedding, and every time I go, it gets worse. <sighs> yeah, that's true. Drug addicts, homeless, graffiti, I mean, art, and just random garbage all over. So you've been there too, Keith? Uh, yeah, recently. Spent some time... Uh... Uh, recent years, yeah, that's yeah. a place that, um, yeah, he's absolutely right, and I Sad. think you could say that for a lot of places. Oh yeah, these places that 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 used to have like this, you know, this oddball flair to it, like an Asheville or an Austin, are now mm-hmm. just wastelands. It's uh, it, sad. It's it's the destruction of a nation. Captain Sham. I keep asking myself, how can the puppet masters allow an election when they know they'll lose even a small grip on power? Hmm. Uh, Evan Reynolds, one, tweets, if I were Biden, I'd have been more likely to blame Elton John for that calamity he just put out with Britney Spears (laughs) rather than the $6 billion uh, on AIDS funding. That was a weak song. Yeah, what's the name of that thing? It was number one for quite a while. I don't know. Several weeks. Uh, and I listen to it, and you just think, really? Ick. name of the song is? Is. Is it Hold Me Closer? Oh, yeah, because it's Tiny Dancer, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. Just not good. Mm-hmm. Not good at all. <clears throat> and Britney's voice is just auto-tuned or yep. something. It's the whole thing, the whole time. I can see you doing that for a measure or so, but <laughs> the whole song... It just makes me think, well, okay, she can't sing. And they couldn't oh. get it right. So they're like, hey, let's just auto-tune your voice. 
Okay. The first song I remember being auto-tuned was late '90s, and it was uh, some uh, Cher did a song, right? Oh yeah, the, uh, was it yes. Life After Love? Uh, I believe, or, was or it something. Some... Was it I believe or something? I do remember the yeah, yeah. But that was my first experience yeah. with it, and mm. it's kind of gotten out of control <laughs> since then. Uh, all right, Jeffy's not here to go. Okay, they can't. You can't have a space program if you can't launch when there's a cloud. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, we, we, we had a fun fact last week when you weren't here. Um, some astronaut chimed in uh, why why we don't fly through clouds okay. because there was a mission at some point, Apollo 12, 10, 9, or I don't know, that got struck by lightning twice. Oh, okay. Okay, but, yeah. bro, we're I talking mean, about little puff clouds going by. Yeah. What's the risk in that? But, uh, but yeah. I can see a lightning storm you're not launching. Sure. <clears throat> I can see that. <clears throat> but short of that, yeah, like you said, if it's just wispy clouds, launch the yeah, rocket. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So, and, and what the astronaut was saying is that it fried the controls. Okay, mm-hmm. but again, a puff cloud going over Florida isn't going to knock your shuttle out of the sky. No, and they've got a lot worse than that maybe coming. Yeah. Uh, so NASA waved off the next Artemis one launch. So. Is it just off now? We're yeah, just not going to do it? At what point do we just say, we're done here? We're not going to go to the moon. I mean, at Never this mind. point, the technology that has put that craft together is going to be outdated by the time yeah, there's a window available. <laughs> uh, so they met Saturday Saturday morning. NASA's Artemis team decided to forego the September 27th launch. So that would have been yes, uh, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Would have been tomorrow. Because you got Ian out there doing his thing. Yeah. Because we had Fiona... Rip through, uh, we go right along the coast there. Now it's hitting uh, Canada, just did some damage up there. Um, you got out, uh, uh, well, you, I know that you went to the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. but what you failed to mention is how you went out of your way to go to Newfoundland for the baby club ceiling. As you normally, every trip right. you take, you go yes. through there. Yes, you got out. Just I thought in that time. just that went without saying. Yeah, everybody knew I was gonna club baby seals. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now we've got Ian so. who's you know down below Cuba and is gonna hit. Mm-hmm. Tampa area and go up. So this would be the first <clears throat> hurricane or tropical storm to, to to make landfall, I believe, in America this year. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, and, but it, right now it's tropical storm Ian. So it's not even a hurricane. Um, but right. but here, I mean, it's scrapped another launch, so yeah. it doesn't say, does it? When, yeah, it's it's, it's a yeah, it's it's a hurricane now. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay, this calls it a tropical storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, constraints in the laws will fly through any... So it doesn't say when it will reschedule, if it will. Um, uh, does 2097, it? I think, is the next window that we have oh. available. All right, well, hopefully we'll have the technology where it can fly through a puffy cloud by then. Mm. That'd yeah. be great. But y'all we pay attention in Florida to the weather because uh, mm-hmm. get yourselves a, a hurricane coming. Yeah. Take the necessary precautions. Get out of town. What do they say? Uh, shelter in place for wind, flee uh, flooding, I believe. I believe that's the advice you normally get. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More coming up in just a minute. Gray 
Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, this from Evan Reynolds 1. I'm not an expert on guns either, Pat. However, I do know that they can blow your lung right out of your body. Well, yes. Yes, mm. there, there's that. That's right. That's right. Isn't it Biden that told us about that? Mm-hmm. That's right. A freaky occurrence. You know, they, they if they ban, if they go ahead and ban these assault weapons, mm-hmm. there's not going to be a sunset this time. No. That's going to be a permanent thing. So keep an eye. However, on the bright side, you won't have big piles of lungs all over That's the place. That's true. Uh, you know, true. just waiting to be burned uh, by health officials. And if you so. do want access to those weapons, you could always join the IRS uh-huh. yeah. or the Department of Agriculture. Right. Or something like that. Post but, office? Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that in a <laughs> oh, really? few minutes here. Yeah, the all post right. office. Yeah. But private citizens, no. Mm. Uh, from uh, Holy Smokes, you're right about these guys with the celebrations in football. Mm. Uh, I watched the Bills versus Dolphins yesterday. It was like a dance-off after every single play. <laughs> uh, the one guy fair caught a punt and even had a little flex. What? Put a tent on that circus. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, normal tackles and stops and a catch, and they, they've got to go into some kind of Broadway musical. <laughs> I I hate it when the whole team runs down to the end zone in the back of the end zone, and they've got this pre choreographed routine that they do. Mm-hmm. I don't. You don't like, like that. It. I don't. I like do it. miss the days of Barry Sanders just handing the ball to yep. the official. Act like you've been there and like you plan to return frequently. <laughs> it's good advice. Uh, we are all V. Tweets, my prediction is Europe will continue to shift more right, and America will continue to move left. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've got that new uh, prime minister, uh, Liz Truss. She's mm. got some conservative ideas on uh, getting energy mm-hmm. as Europe faces uh, the insanities of you know having depended on Russia for too long. Right. And yeah, I mean, you've got you know farmers after it's every country after every country over there rebelling against the Great Reset. Yeah. And, and their own Green New Deal. And against these draconian laws mm-hmm. about climate change, yeah. the green situation. You, you stop. Just let's take a look. Just step back and look at what you're what you're doing to this planet. You're not helping it. You're doing quite the opposite. Uh and they just continue to do bizarre. Did you did you see the guy who lit his arm on fire? Oh. At the Rafael Nadal final. Yeah, that's one. I, I've been yeah. having computer issues this I morning. I believe we have some footage of that. Do we? Yeah, okay. Wow, he's regretting oh, yeah. that. He's not on the court. Yeah. Lights himself on fire. Well, his arm. Uh-huh. Okay, that's that's not good for you. Uh-uh. I'd like to point oh, out. He wasn't going to leave the court either. Uh-uh. Look how skinny his legs are. That is... Wow, yeah. That's a thin human being right there. There's a vegan, if I've ever seen one. <laughs> anyway. I'll show so, the yeah. beginning of that again. Because I did he accidentally do I, it? I don't know. He doesn't... He regrets it immediately. He's shaking his arm. Ah, hey, that off. hurts. I didn't think fire would hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Look, at this guy's going to take his <clears throat> coat off. He's, I thought he was going to put it on the kid's arm at first. But anyway. No. So there you go. That's how stupid people are. I would want them to carry me away because that arm's got to be hurting at that point. Uh, I would think so. He still looked like he wanted yeah. to stay there and protest more. He was on drugs. Wow. Uh, all right. 888-933-93. Regarding uh, Donald Trump, Liz Cheney said over the weekend, uh, 
some ama- amazing th- here here's what she said so i'm going to ask you will you remain a republican regardless of what happens in the next election uh i'm gonna make sure donald trump i'm gonna do everything i can to make sure he's not the nominee <clears throat> And if he is an nominee, I won't be a Republican. Mm. Oh, you're no longer going to be a Republican? Aww. We're crushed. Like, that's supposed to hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, no. (laughs) What are we going to do without Liz Cheney? We lost her? Yeah, we lost her. Oh, no. Well, okay, let's move on. (laughs) I mean, would anybody care? That's why she lost by 40 points as an incumbent. Nobody likes her. Nobody likes. Yeah, and and not that anyone thought that it was a fair and impartial uh, investigation for January sixth that the committee is doing. Which, by the way, they reconvene again on Wednesday. Um, she just she, she's like, I'm not going to be a Republican if Donald Trump's the nominee. Oh wow, we can really trust your judgment on serving on the January sixth commission if you've already made up your mind about the man. Mm-hmm. Anyway, get out of D.C. You've got three months, Liz. Gosh, she's so bad. She's, she's Why was one of she the worst in Texas? Republicans. Do we know what she was at there? I didn't realize. She, when was it last week? That's where that was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, over the weekend or something. It's like. No idea. You can go back. You just get out. <laughs> Wyoming doesn't want her, so she has to <sighs> tour the country, I yeah, guess. Yeah, nobody. Nobody does. Uh, and we're, we'll see who the, who the nominee is going to be for the Democrats, uh, who they put up against Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or whatever. Uh, but one of them, I think the person most likely to win the nomination, probably Gavin Newsom. Mm. He's the biggest loudmouth in the bunch right now. And uh, he said over the weekend that he worries more about Tucker Carlson and Ron DeSantis than Donald Trump. Really? Okay, so first of all, you're worried about a Fox News host with zero legislative clout. He's more worrisome than Donald Trump. As for uh, Ron DeSantis, this is something you're going to hear over and over again. Oh, I, he's more extreme than Donald Trump. Because uh, as time goes on, they'll try to demonize Ron DeSantis. They've already demonized to much of America Donald Trump. So now they got to start that process with Ron DeSantis and tell you that in 2024, he's just not, he's too extreme for America. He just can't do the job. He's Donald Trump on steroids. We're going to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. All the time. And as they continue, they can't help themselves. So as they continue to try to bring down Donald Trump and make sure they do everything in their power to keep him from getting back into the White House in 2024, Mm -hmm. they are inadvertently raising the profile of Ron DeSantis. So now, like you said... They've got to go in and be like, oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Y'all don't fall in love with the Santas. we got to pull him down, too. Yep. <sighs> it's going to be ugly. Yeah, there's no question of that. Yeah, and, and like you said about Gavin Newsom, uh, you know, Joe Biden did the 60 Minutes thing last weekend, and he does not sound certain that he's going to be allowed to run again. Oh, do you still so, have that clip? I didn't see that last week. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, see if in, you have it. It was in Monday's uh, stack. Uh, no big deal, but if, if you have it, let me know. Well, Rob just informed me that if he, we stand by, all right. he'll find it just a moment. Yeah, stand guys, by. Yeah, you got to see For news. Sir, are you committed to running again, or are there certain conditions that have to be right? Look, if Look. I were to say to you, I'm running again, all of a uh, sudden, a whole range of things come into play that I have uh, requirements I have to change and move and do. In terms of election laws. In loss. terms of election laws. And it's much too early to make that kind of decision. Mm. I'm it- a great respecter of fate. 
And so what I'm doing is I'm doing my job. I'm going to do that job. And within the time frame that makes sense after mm -hmm. this next election cycle here, going into next year, make a judgment of what to do. You if your say that continue it's to much work. too early to make that decision. Mm -hmm. I take it the decision has not been made in your own head. Look, my intention, as I said, Look. to begin with, is that I would run again. But it's just mm -hmm. an intention. But is it a firm decision? That I've run again, that remains to be seen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, because I haven't gotten permission from my handlers that I'm going to be allowed to run again. And what they told me is that once we get our butts kicked in the fall, you're out, old man. Anytime a tough question and the answer starts with, look, <laughs> you know they're about to say nothing. Uh -huh. They're about to mislead or lie. That's, that's what he just, I mean, he knows whether he wants to run or, or not. And the party is telling him not to run. So he might as well have just said, no, I'm not, I'm not going to run again. But then he's a lame duck president. So, yeah, you can't, I mean, really, you can't win right now. And there are campaign finance laws that, you know, make it tough. But he, what incumbent that has only been there two years doesn't say, oh, yeah, I'm running for re-election. Mm. I don't care what the campaign finance regulations are. Everybody, everybody declares their intention to run at about this time. So it's not unreasonable to say, okay, can, come on. Have you made the decision? You're going to be 81 years old. That's ridiculous. Where you should not be running for re-election. Are you on Trump <clears throat> running? You still sold that he's definitely running? I think he's running, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you? I don't know. I'll yeah. go back and forth on that one. It's tough. Yeah. But... Every time he mentions it, it sounds like he, his intention is that he's going to run. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> I'd love to see... Uh, I would love to see the matchup between him and Biden again. It would be fun because he'll destroy Biden. And to see these polls that still have Biden in the lead in a potential matchup, I just... I can't believe it. Ugh, of course, you can't selectively believe Biden's approval rating is 12 and not believe that Biden is going to beat uh, Donald Trump, I guess. If you believe the polls, you believe the polls. If you don't, you don't. So we'll see. Write that down, y'all. <clears throat> that was a profound one. It sure was. In fact, I'm doing That's it right like, now. Dude, it just is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> and if you think Liz Cheney is bad, take a peek at this guy. NBC guest Jason Johnson. What they have heard is that migrants are invading their home, uh, that transgender children are in the Olympics, and yeah. that Joe Biden is giving out free cell phones to black people. They're not hearing this yeah. information. This is a cult. It's not a political it's a party. It's a it's dime a store cult. front for a terrorist organization. I've Whoa, been saying wait, that for wait, years. Oh, and so what? the electoral My impact is more gosh. on the people who need to be motivated, not by the people who are dedicated to yeah. a cult. Dime store front for terrorist organizations? Is that what he said? Yep. Yeah. That's what he said. That's what he said. Okay, well, and that, right. that, he's talking about the Republican Party. Yeah. He wasn't talking about the Democrat Party? No, no, he wasn't. And, and their affection you know, for Antifa and BLM? Right. Okay. And letting prisoners go free <laughs> and freeing terrorists. They're for all those things. Close Gitmo, bring them here, put them in jail, let them out. I, it's just, this is the party that is so extreme. Need I say it again? Fill in the blank. The Democrat Party is so extreme that... Uh, no? 
You're not going to go so, for it? They're so extreme. They're so extreme. The Democrats are so say, extreme. How extreme are they? That no. the Communist Party. <laughs> oh, the Communist Party. Didn't have to yeah. run a candidate in yeah. 2020. They endorsed the Democrat. So true. Let, so let the Democrats tell spend me the about, money. Yeah. Don't tell me about the extremism in the Republican Party. Shut up. Oh, it's agonizing. I can't. I just can't. Man, he sucks. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Jason Johnson. Where do they find these people? Professional School of Global Journalism and Communication at Morgan State University. Oh, there, there's a high-profile gig. That's where you find All it. All right. <laughs> Read it again. What's his credential? I'm a, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a professor at the School of Global Journalism and Communication at Morgan State University. Anytime you deal with a global anything, mm-hmm. you know that's trouble. That's a tip-off. That's trouble. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust because what a challenging time we live in. Uh, in some areas, it's a buyer's market again. In some, it's still a seller's market. But either way, you need a really good realtor who can get you through this process because it's really stressful. Really, really stressful. What should you do to clean up the house? Do you need to make repairs? Do you need to repaint? These are the kinds of things your realtor can help you get through. And these are the best agents in each of, in whatever uh, location you live. You want somebody you can really count on, somebody you have a lot in common with. These are all fans of the show. That's one of the vetting uh, parameters that we use with real estate agents I trust. They're going to see you through the selling process or the buying process or both if you're relocating. Same goes for uh, anytime, anywhere you're located. So go to real estate agents I trust. The name says it all real estate agents I trust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Thanks for being here with us. 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we mentioned that we're going to talk a little bit about the um, uh, about this situation in, uh, I'm trying to think, North, is it North Dakota? Mm-hmm. Where uh, a man killed an 18-year-old named Kaler Ellingson killed him because of his political viewpoints. Yep. Hmm. Those damn white supremacists. God. These Trumpites. These MAGA Republicans. Does that sound familiar? I wonder who's been ramping people up, in, making them froth at the mouth with rage. We all know Joe Biden has been the leader on this, on getting people hacked off at MAGA Republicans to the point where, and now somebody has killed an 18-year-old kid because he supported Trump. My gosh. If this were turned around, you know what the outcry would be. Everybody, if this was Donald Trump, who'd been firing up people and then a Trump supporter shot and killed an 18-year-old leftist, what would they be saying on CNN and MSNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, New York Times? Everybody would yeah. be screaming at the top of their lungs. Nobody is even talking about this. Wall to wall. In fact, I did a uh, news search, I think it was just yesterday, just to see who's talking about this. And there you go. There's your account. Uh, NBC News and MSNBC uh, wrote no stories about it, about Kaylor Ellingson. 
ABC News has two stories, CBS, one story, CNN, one story. And that was uh, when you just go and do a search. Yeah, like the end. But you're fine there. Say his name. Say his name. There it is. <clears throat> no results when you search MSNBC for Kaylor Ellington. Wow. So it, it happened in McHenry, North Dakota. 41-year-old man ran down this 18-year-old kid over a political dispute, killing him. He was reportedly drunk at the time of the attack. To make things more bizarre, the alleged perpetrator called police on himself and admitted he killed him. And admitted that he killed him because of his political viewpoints. Huh. Yeah. Kaler's last moments on Earth was uh, running from this guy and calling his mom. Jeez. Oh, my god! As he was running away on foot. Oh, so tragic. Really, really sad. And again, where's the media on this? They're not interested unless it has to do with white supremacy. Unless they can call you a domestic terrorist, and they're certainly not going to call this guy one. And, you know, the guy's just out of his head. He's just com- he's completely uh, insane, and his neighbors have been saying that to anybody who would listen, anybody who's even interested in the story. They're like, this guy should have been in an asylum somewhere. But do you think that would matter if if it was somebody on the right doing this to somebody on the left? No. They wouldn't talk about his mental health at all. It would be the political viewpoint here. And that Trump uh, ramped him up into a lathering rage. And so then he went out and killed somebody. They don't really care about any human life. It doesn't matter what race. doesn't matter the creed. Democrats don't care. All they care about is their political agenda. That's it. How can I further my agenda and give myself more power? How can I get into a position of power where I can destroy another major city? <laughs> because that's what they're doing. Also, <clears throat> speaking of this one-sidedness, 25, and I actually read it might have been as high as 30 FBI agents, descended on this poor pro-life activist and author, raided his home, with guns drawn because he pushed a protester at an abortion clinic. He pushed the man. Oh, no. Oh, no. So it's a crime now? And the FBI gets involved when you push somebody? (laughs) I can't. Mark Houck, a Catholic author, lecturer, radio host, co-founder of The King's Men, a club for men to unite and build up other men in the mold of leader, protector, and provider through education, formation, healing, and action. Well, last year, he allegedly went to the, went to Sidewalk Council at the Planned Parenthood Elizabeth Blackwell Health Center in Philadelphia, brought his eldest son with him, who was 12 at the time, an abortion clinic volunteer named Bruce Love. How appropriate. And Hauk allegedly got into an altercation. Apparently, Hauk... Uh, or Bruce Love, the abortion supporter, goes there and hassles Hauk pretty much on a regular basis, calls him the uh, homosexual F word, um, talks to his son about his dad is a queer, all of these kinds of things, you know, just saying hateful, nasty things, and apparently he'd had enough, so he pushed him to the ground. Oh, no. Oh, the humanity. 
Was it a bloodbath? Uh, did he scrape his buttocks? I, I don't know. But for the FBI to even bother with this is unbelievable to me. Sending 30 armed agents to the guy's house? Yeah. Yeah, and this guy is... Wow. Uh, I think he's out there every week. Every week, this yeah. uh, Mark Howe goes out there, right? Yeah. I mean, this is this is your uh, domestic terrorist. And his, oh, you got the... Thank you, Look Rob. at him. Thank you you can just tell. Look yeah. at him. Look at him. Mm-hmm. On the far left there. As if I had to point that out. Thank you. Yep. Uh, could face 11 years in jail. How many... FBI agents have gone after people that have attacked these pro-life pregnancy centers in uh, the last uh, six months since the Roe v. Wade stuff. My count is zero. Well, that sucks because there's over a hundred instances that they could yeah. uh, focus their attention on. But instead, they're going after a guy who was defending himself and his son from this guy's physical assault. Okay. Getting right in his face like that? I'm going to shove you out of my face too. Gosh, the yelling FBI. at me. The FBI is losing credibility like crazy. Oh, they're done. You've got to get rid of them. You've just got unreal. to just dissolve it right now. We've been mm. saying this over and over and over again. What credibility does that organization have? That is the top of my list mm-hmm. for three-letter departments that need to go. Need to go. He faces, as you mentioned, 11 years in prison, three years of supervised release, and fines of up to $350,000. Again, his crime? He pushed somebody. And that person fell to the ground, all the way to the ground. This is the Biden Gestapo. Unreal. This is the Biden Gestapo going after those who supported Trump, who questioned the 2020 election, who dared walk on the Capitol grounds on January 6th, and who dare to stick up for themselves in front of a pro-life building. Mm Mm-hmm. When a guy and their twelve-year-old son. When they get in your <clears throat> face, no, you can't. You're not allowed to in Biden's America. This is this is dangerous ground we're on right now. Here's what Special Agent in Charge of the FBI's Philadelphia Division, Jacqueline McGuire, said. Put simply, violence is never the answer. Violating the Face Act by committing a physical assault is a serious crime for which the FBI will work to hold offenders accountable. Unquote. Oof. Yeah, pushed him down. That's what an assault. What a serious crime. Wow. Okay, the guy we just talked about who killed the 18-year-old kid in North Dakota. He was released on bond. $50,000 is all he had to put up. Yep, yep. $50,000. He he murdered an 18-year-old. Yes. This guy faces 11 years in prison, a $350,000 fine because he pushed somebody and they fell over. Oh, no. Oh, the humanity. Wow, are we screwed up right now as a civilization. It's chilling. It's chilling, really. 888-933-93. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Ray. Welcome. Thanks for being with us. 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, let's go to Kerry in Pennsylvania. Hey, Kerry, you're on the blaze. Hi. Um, I just wanted to say that um, we, we got to work in this weekend because Fetterman 
you know, he always has the hoodie mm-hmm. and he always has it rolled up to show off the prison tats. <laughs> he has all those t- tattoos tats? mm-hmm. he has. Yeah, John and Fetterman is all got... tatted up. It's uh, And then the oh, bald yeah. head, That's it's a good look. It's a good look when you're running for Senate. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> and, but we got real curious about the one. It's just a blank line. Mm-hmm. And what we found out is it's a cover-up to a tattoo that was under it. Well, of course, we can't mm. do that. So we got to looking, and from everything we could find, uh, the tat underneath that says, I will make you hurt. <laughs> oh. I don't want my son to either. Mm. Well, that's a nice pro- uh, promise from a potential U.S. senator. And, and I think yeah, he'll, so he'll back it up if he wins. <laughs> All right. Thanks, exactly, Carrie. Exactly. Appreciate it. Sure. Uh, Pennsylvanians, please don't let this happen. You cannot allow John Fetterman to become the U.S. senator from Pennsylvania. You can't. It just uh, please. And take the politics out of it, man. Mm-hmm. It's just you can't put someone in office that's that's messed that up like he is mentally gone. I mean, we don't have any care anymore for a mentally compromised candidate. We'll still elect them. Perfectly fine. Uh, you could not know your own name, and I don't think it would matter to some Democrats. I don't. I don't think they care. Yeah, it's just not Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump wasn't running for Senate anywhere anyway. So, well, yeah, but he endorses Doctor Oz. Yeah. So what? Uh, Doctor Oz can at least put a sentence together. Doctor Oz can comprehend things right now because he didn't just have strokes i i feel bad for the guy but that doesn't mean i'm okay with him serving in the u.s senate his health is definitely relevant here definitely relevant and they just keep saying oh you're attacking a man's health that is just wrong is it no not when you're running for for senate for u.s senate you've got to talk about his capabilities or lack thereof yeah, we'll see. I, I haven't seen the latest poll, but uh, the last I saw a couple of weeks ago was uh, Oz was narrowing the gap a little bit. I think it was four or five points, wasn't it? Mm, let's see where we're at here. Oz versus Fetterman. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, it was plus five, but then another one uh, is... Okay, so the, that is the latest. The spread on average is 4.2. Oh, the average. So 4. here are your last okay. five polls in the past month exactly. Fetterman plus four, plus five, plus five, plus two, plus five equals an average of four point two. All right, but that's still uh, mm. not good because you know when do you start? Not when do you start voting? Because some of these places are going to start voting real soon, and they're going to start voting before they even have the debate. And wasn't it? Um, I think it's October nineteenth or something, twenty sixth. Where they're scheduled to debate yeah. one time. Uh, yeah, uh, October 25th. So Fetterman uh, wanted uh, closed captioning for him or I don't know something because he can't process things. Then why are you running for the U.S. Senate? <laughs> well, he'll probably he'll probably heal more and get better. What? Well, I don't think you elect a guy on probablys. I really don't. That's interesting. The last day to, to register in Pennsylvania is October 24th, 
Hmm. Uh, they moved. Remember, it was going to be October 19th, like you mentioned. They moved to the 25th. Is it oh so that if gosh. people see the debate and go, man, this guy's terrible. I got to go and register to vote. Not too late. Not too late. Yeah, you can't. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Wow. Yeah. Also, there's an asteroid. New York Times write up on this asteroid that we're trying to we're trying to slam a an explosive device into it. See if we can move oh, it. Oh, that off sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. So the New York Times writes an asteroid minding its own business, <laughs> not too far from Earth, is about to get knocked about by a visitor from our planet. They're gonna they're testing a planet, you know, safety measure. Like, okay, if this was headed directly, this particular asteroid isn't. But if it were headed for the for the planet. Could we knock it out of its path and send it somewhere else? Hmm. It's kind of interesting. So it's supposed to collide today. NASA's double asteroid redirection test spacecraft, or DART, is set to collide with Dimorphos, a small asteroid that is uh, the moon of a larger space rock, Didymus. While these two near-Earth objects pose no threat to our world, NASA launched DART last year to test a technique that could one day be used for planetary defense. Hmm. So, when is the collision and when and how can I watch? <laughs> uh, it's supposed to hit Dimorphos at 14,000 miles per hour at 7.14 Eastern Time. Oh, okay, so that's about a half an hour from now as we... Wait, Eastern? As we speak. Eastern, yeah. Oh, no, you're right. (laughs) Oh, okay, it already... No, then never mind. Oh, well, we don't care now. NASA television was going to broadcast it. They probably have it on a video clip. You could probably check out YouTube or someplace. Um, The NASA's NASA's media channel will begin broadcasting, and it already began. Um, Why is it crashing? Just to see if they can do the job. Mm. To see if they can move something out of our path. Uh, What will happen? The mission's target... is about 500 feet in diameter and orbits a larger half-mile-wide asteroid. It's a distance of about half a mile, separating the two. And this is tonight, by the way, 7.14 p.m. Oh, tonight. Okay, so all of these things are still to come. Okay. DART will essentially be a self-driving, suicidal spacecraft guiding (laughs) itself uh, to its demise with people at the Johns Hopkins Applied Physics Laboratory in Maryland largely just spectators. Huh. Okay. okay. Its cameras will not spot Dimorphos as a separate dot until about an hour before the crash. Then it will just adjust its flight path. Huh. Interesting. It's really hard to hit a little object in space, but we're going to do it, uh, according to NASA. If DART and Dimorphos connect as planned the small asteroid's orbit will get closer to the larger object the magnitude of the change will depend on the structure and composition of dimorphous which we don't know because it's millions of miles away from us if dimorphous is solid and dart carves only a small crater then the two will change uh then the change will follow the basics of a physics 101 problem two objects colliding and sticking together because DART is moving in the direction opposite to Dimorphos, it will sap some of the asteroid's angular momentum, causing it to move closer to the bigger asteroid and speed up. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, and I could totally see us doing this. 
I thought you were going to say moving it closer to Earth. <laughs> and then and slamming directly into oh, us. You know what? This is the opening scene for uh, a movie right here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, we accidentally, we were just screwing around. And then, oh, our bad. It's now headed toward us. You got five minutes. <laughs> Man. Hmm. That's an interesting effort, though. I, yeah, it's fine. You know, we should know whether or not this works. Can we divert an asteroid that's on a collision course with Earth? No, no, no. But we're about to find out today. So that'll be kind of cool. 7.15 Eastern tonight. If you want to check that out on uh, NASA's TV broadcast. Mm. That would be fun to watch. Let me tell you about Omega XL. Uh, If you've got pain, joint pain especially, inflammation, all of that, uh, this is the best thing you can take. Because it's not a drug. It's not something you're going to become addicted to or dependent upon. Um, it's all natural. You, you just take this thing and it has uh, SPM rejuvenation qualities. SPMs are what keeps your joints healthy and pain-free, but we produce less of them as we get older. And so those joints start to inflame and, and become uh, painful. That's where Omega XL comes in and restores SPMs. Helps rejuvenate your joints and your muscles so you can move better. Uh, like when you were younger. You don't feel like you're 100 years old when you're getting out of bed in the morning. <laughs> Visit OmegaXL.com. OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Or you can call 800-844-4888 or OmegaXL.com slash Pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. How about these uh, tech platforms that are trying to silence homosexuals who have a different point of view than they do? Uh, wow, this is these are people eating their own once again. Homosexuals who oppose, and we've talked about this a lot, uh, it's only the radicals who are trying to indoctrinate our children. And homosexuals who oppose that, the sexualization of children, are facing a new round of tech platform purges, one facilitated by a Harvard Law instructor who's also trying to shut down a conservative author right now. And they're doing this not just in the U.S., but worldwide. But there's a group called uh, Gays Against Groomers, and they just lost their PayPal and Venmo accounts within minutes of each other. The group opposes the trend of indoctrinating, sexualizing, and medicalizing children under the guise of LGBTQQIA2+, and sells merchandise with messages such as, no child is born with the wrong body, and what's on your hard drive? Mm. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, I think this video here, I forgot what this was, like a city council meeting or something like this. Uh, I love the shirt that he's wearing but i think this is the guy who runs that account and it is fascinating to see the agenda of big tech like mm-hmm. you say there mm-hmm. every time uh gays against groomers uh post something they don't like then they ban them for whatever however long down. whatever they have to go to an alternate account and so on and so forth but he was speaking and i just i thought this was a, a really powerful couple of minutes here at a city council meeting love the shirt groom dogs not kids <laughs> 
Good evening. My name is Mario Presents, and I'm here as a representative from Gays Against Groomers Coalition with over 250,000 followers across social media and as the uncle mm. of two students in your district. It has come to our attention that the district intends to teach transgenderism to children under the age of 10 without parental consent. If I were to teach your child about my sexuality without your consent or involvement, I'd be arrested. But when the school district does it, it's education. Yep. Districts are teaching wow. transgenderism when they That's should be point. teaching science, math, and language. Yep. Instead, teachers are hiding student pronouns from their parents under the guise of gender affirmation. Can uh -huh. you imagine the uproar if schools were evangelizing or baptizing children without parental consent? Mm. Isn't that sort of what you're doing? You don't tuck these children in at night. You don't teach them to stand up to bullies. Mm -hmm. You don't pay their medical bills. And mm -hmm. you certainly don't hold their hands in the hospital. These parents do. Simple truths based in science Jeez. need to be upheld for our society to flourish. The gross indoctrination we're seeing is creating a lifetime of medication and hormones because you can't simply pause puberty. Men cannot become women and sex chromosomes hmm. are encoded into the fabric of our DNA. Simply affirming a teenager's wow. gender is akin to affirming anorexia. Both are body dysmorphic disorders, yet we don't teach the starving teenagers how to binge and purge or affirm that they are indeed overweight. However, school districts, including yours, seem to have no issue secretly teaching girls that they can be boys because they feel uncomfortable in their bodies. A grown adult woman can't get a hysterectomy without extensive medical forms and doctor's visits. But Dr. Safir over the hill in Sherman Oaks is willing to do top and bottom surgery, sterilizing children for life. Parents must be a part of the education process when teaching sexuality to students, and it definitely doesn't need to happen under the age of 10 years old. He got it in. Yes. Nice. <laughs> My gosh, that was great. Yep. It's a it's a great account to follow because I mean you always look for common ground for people that you may have differences on. Big mm -hmm. differences. But oh my gosh, the common ground is so much more important. And uh Gays Against Groomers is an awesome follow on Twitter. And they're fighting the good fight, and we need them. We need because they won't listen to us. We're just bigots, or homophobes, or transphobes. If if we're saying it, it's a little bit different when uh, when they're saying it, and they're in that community. Gays against groomers. That's fantastic, and we've seen several of uh, these people who are just rank and file in the LGBTQ category. But they understand that the sexualization of children is unacceptable. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, and one thing that the last couple of years has taught us more than anything wow. is that there are no longer protected groups. For example, women's athletics. It doesn't matter. We mm -hmm. have an agenda. Homosexuals like this guy here. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter. We have an agenda. It's always going to be the agenda of the radicals over protection of groups. Sure is, and that that is true to form now because his group is under fire, shut down. Yeah, yeah, because they aren't towing the party line. How dare they? How dare they not tow that line? How dare you have a differing point of view? We're trying to be inclusive. Well, not of you, but of everybody who shares our viewpoint. <laughs> so incredible. Uh. Also, did we talk about the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare admitting that they bought porn liter literacy materials from uh, health equity charity, wow. ETR, oh. to be given to elementary 
and high school students. I'm not familiar with this story. We can com- we can promote a shame-free educational space where we can let young people know it's okay if you're curious. It's okay if they've watched porn. And it's okay if they have thought about porn. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Speaking of indoctrinating uh, our children and just poisoning them with garbage, uh, a person being curious about sex or porn does not make him or her terrible. Well, right, but we should still ask them to avoid it. She said wanting to know about porn is a natural human experience. Is it? Uh, she went on to say that kids should not should be told not wanting to watch porn is also fine. She added there should be no judgment or shame for not being curious. Oh my! <laughs> this is Idaho. Uh, yeah, this is Idaho. A crazy far left state. Idaho. This isn't happening in like red states <laughs> or places where you expect right. common sense. Where there's a lot of religious people. Right. Nah, all right. Not to worry about this. According to one teacher, critical thinking skills are the largest component of porn literacy it's the ability for young people to analyze and ask questions about the media they're dealing with that's this is great that we have a group that's trying to addict our children to porn for the rest of their lives Mm -hmm. they say that that an addiction to pornography is uh the most difficult addiction to break more so than heroin or smoking do they want to teach porn literacy because they believe watching porn, by extension, sex work is inherently bad and want to stop young people from accepting it? Uh, that's unfortunately not going to lead to good conversations. The libs of TikTok creator uh, revealed in June Twitter employees had been trying to ban this account. The fact that I was noticing and drawing attention to how widespread this trend really is seemed to trigger the left, according to libs of TikTok uh, creator. Big accounts on Twitter started calling for my suspension while labeling me a domestic terrorist. Oh, there we go. A domestic terrorist because she wants to keep porn out of the hands of children and not teach it in school. Yeah, because remember, Mm. we're we're not trying to protect anyone. That's not it. We're not trying to protect women in athletics like I just mentioned. We're not trying to protect the homosexual community like uh, gays Mm -hmm. against groomers. Right. We're here to protect an agenda. And what is that agenda? It is to destroy America. And how do you destroy America most effectively? You go after the children. If what you're doing doesn't help in that cause of destroying children, then we're going after you. If you dare stand in the way of destroying children right now, Mm -hmm. you're the target. It's unbelievable where we are as a nation. It is because, as we've said multiple times, it used to be that we all agreed on leaving the children alone. Okay, that was a no-brainer. We could all say, okay, it's our children. Let them be kids, okay? You don't have to, you don't have to get into this stuff with them. They don't have to know about it right now. We don't need to inspire that kind of curiosity in our children to get them hooked on porn in elementary school. Come on! How is it we disagree on this, too? It is so bad. I mean, they're trying to normalize absolutely everything. Pornography, pedophilia, anything goes with these extremists on the left. Just crazy. And we're not going to be able to stop it unless we all stand together and say, okay, no. 
This is enough. You are not coming for my children. I know you sang about it a few months ago, and you tried to laugh it off, but it's not funny. Okay? This little sing-song thing that they did with the with the homosexuals in the little boxes and singing. We're coming for San Francisco Gay Men's Choir, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. We're coming for your children. Wow. These radicals have to be stopped. They just have to. This movement is sick. It's twisted. It's evil. And it has to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when we we thought, uh, because I remember Glenn saying for the longest time, look, conservatives and liberals can come together and say. Yeah, we can say a few things that we agree on. Right, the Constitution. Yes, for instance. Right. Let's just let's just go out. Let's just say, hey, look, we agree on the Bill of Rights. Right. Can we not do that with children? Is that not and a we cannot apparently do that with our children. Not wow. anymore. Not anymore. Children are fair game now. And if you say anything about it, you're a horrible, uh, despicable person who is just afraid of. You know, you're a homophobe. You're a transphobe. Shut up. Well, and it doesn't even have to be, um, hey, if you say this, then we'll label you that. We're just not going to let you say it. We're going to shut down your accounts, your right. ability to, right. to, to talk to the masses. We'll just we'll just cut it off at the source. And that's not fascistic. No, at all. No, 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 no. No, we're the fascists mm-hmm. because we want to be able to speak. <laughs> so we're the fascist when you're desperately trying to shut down any opposition at all pretty amazing uh and yet here we are as they're coming for our children how many years do you think we got left as a country <laughs> what, 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 what are you at now yeah, it depends on if you know if we, if we stand up if we wake up it depends okay i'll just leave it at that depends but according to aoc we have until 2030 so i guess we've got eight years oh seven and a half get a lot done in eight years yeah yeah we're fine for sure that's fine <clears throat> We've had a good run, right? So why why shouldn't it all end, come crashing down in our laps right now? just hate it. It happened on my generation's watch. I know. That's I know. what stinks. Uh, all right, let's end on this fun note with oh. this baby in the womb who may hate green vegetables. Oh, yeah. Do we have the side-by-side picture yeah. of the two babies? <laughs> One has been fed... Yeah. Uh, I think it was carrots or something. Carrots, I don't know. Yes, yeah. one the one on the right fed uh-huh. carrots. Yeah, the yeah. one on the left, kale. Whoa. Well, I mean the mother apparently. Right. Right. Uh, ate carrots on one when side. When the kale comes down, kale the, the, the shoot. It looks like, like the kale is not agreeing with Whoa. that baby. Get it out of here. <laughs> oh, look at that! Yeah, not happy positive. at all. Proof positive, right there. Kale sucks. <laughs>